0: I'm believing today not only will we build your faith, but we will see God do what he always does. God is always up to something good. We're going to see him heal today. Miracles will happen today. How many believe that? Listen to me now. He's already provided that to happen. It is up to us just to walk and receive what God has already done this is i'm not going to have this scripture up here, but I just put this in this morning This is how fresh this part is. I just added it today as I was praying colossians 1 12 and 13 says giving thanks unto the father who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son So I, I put that in there because i'm thinking sometimes we can't imagine god You'll do it for bread or you'll do it for jim or for sally, but we, you do it for me you won't do it for me. You don't even know my past. And I'm telling you, God knows your past. What's beautiful about that is God has plans for your future. But will you do it for me? And I want to, you know, this is what happens. We start looking around us to meet our needs. We start looking at the world to meet our needs. You know, your job is not your need meter. Your spouse is not your need meter. It is your God. That meets your needs the bible says he supplies he meets our need It is out of his riches in glory by christ jesus When we say yes to god We are translated according to that scripture. I just read we're translated from the king the, the earth curse system If you will into the kingdom of god So now because we are god's kingdom and god's people we have rights how many live in america? You're a citizen of these great United States. Raise your hand. We have rights as citizens, don't we? Because we live in America. When we are brought into the family of God, we live now in the kingdom. We are part of the kingdom. And in that kingdom, you have rights. Part of the problem is the enemy wants to blind you so you don't exercise your rights. Thus, you don't get your answers. Thus, you still walk wounded. The Bible says that God delivered him out of the power of darkness into his marvelous light, the kingdom of his dear son. Translated, that just means you're taken out of one place and you're put into another. I'm so glad to be a citizen of the kingdom of God. I say I'm so glad to be a citizen of the kingdom of God. I'm so glad that I have a voice in the kingdom of God. I'm so glad that I sit under kingdom rule and kingdom reign. God is so good. In the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, you know, being a citizen of the kingdom, health and healing is part of that right. It's part of what we get. It's part of the benefit package, if you will. It is part of who God is. He wants you to prosper even as your soul prospers, your mind, your will, your emotions. In the Old and New Testament, there's healings took place. In, in, in the New Testament, I mean, just thinking, just even in the New Testament, some people are like, well, the Old Testament is old, and so now I live in the New Covenant. I'm just telling you, Jesus came and fulfilled both, so you need to understand, old and new apply. But this is why he healed blind eyes. Think about it. He healed blind eyes. He made the lame walk. He raised the dead. Have you heard of being in the right place at the right time? You ever been there and just like, boy, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Think about this. Now, Luke says Paul was preaching all night. He's preaching. I mean, he's just a preacher that he's preaching all night. So he's just going on and on and on and on. So far, well, hopefully in here, I haven't went on and on and on and on. So anyway, this guy goes to sleep. Now, this guy's name is Utica. Utica. It just cracks me up some of the names. I'm like, you shall be called Utica. Yeah. But anyway, he, Paul's preaching and he falls asleep in the window, falls out, hits the ground dead. Paul goes over, prays for him, and he comes back up. Now, I believe nobody, and I'm not saying nobody's ever went to sleep during one of my sermons. But I don't think I've killed anybody.
1: <laughs>
0: but if you fall over in here today, I'm going to come down and pray for you and you're going to be okay. Well will just believe that <laughs> It's been recorded that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law So then you know Peter was married This is why many scholars say that Peter denied Christ three times I'm just kidding Think about that for a minute That was a bad joke I, My mother-in-law goes to this church and she's amazing That, that got a lot of mileage, I can tell I won't be doing that one again. John 14, 12. Let's read this. It says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the father. Jesus, what did he do? He healed the sick. He did all those things we've talked about. We can serve a God that does all things. Turn to your neighbor and say all. He does it through the prayers of His people, through the people that are in His kingdom. He does it through the people that that are part of His family in in God. That's how He works. It's activated by our faith to be released and to be received. I mean, I've seen things happen where God has just prompted me to pray for somebody or prompted me to do this. Or, or you've probably done it as well and watched supernatural things happen, whether it's provision, whether it's healing. You know, I saw him open a blind uh, lady's eyes. I saw him heal a man's ears. I saw him, you know, help grow out a foot. I've, I've seen lumps go away. We put our hand on it. And watched. it. I mean, it was the size of over. I'm not going to say a a hardball, but between a hardball and a golf ball. I don't know what size that is, but, I mean, it was huge. It was one on somebody's neck, one on somebody's hand. Put our hands on it, and it just went away. We had people that had blotches all over their skin. We prayed for that. They just went away. I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff that's important to you can be important to God. How many know that? Maddie is my, my youngest daughter. Tim and I love her dearly. She's still, she's still at home and she, she helps us in ministry. She's over um, next, you know, doing kids and helping all that. She had a fish that died, a goldfish. And to me, you know, it's not a big deal. It's a goldfish. To Maddie, it was a big deal. I want to say his name might have been Milo. I, I don't remember. But it was a big deal to her.
1: She said to me, Daddy, can you pray for my fish?
0: I went in. I'm like, um, fish. And he's just laying on a rock in the water. I put my hand in the water, grabbed the fish, moved him back and forth. This is a true story. And I'm saying, "Okay, Jesus, in your name, fish, you live. The fish starts swimming around. If you have any sick, I got the fish anointing. I'm telling you. The fish went on to live. It's crazy. Why? Because God still heals today. It was important to Maddie. And God said, if it's important to you, Maddie, it's important to me. It's it's amazing how good God is. Uh, Has anybody ever prayed for someone or something and it didn't happen? Nobody wants to talk about that stuff and it rattles your cage a little bit because, you know, I'm, I'm believing and I didn't see him do it or or I didn't see this happen. Why is this depression not gone? Why is this not happened? Why is this pain still here? And we prayed and prayed and then we draw our own conclusions. Well, it didn't work. So it's God's fault. God doesn't care about me. It works for him, but not for me. Something's wrong with me. Or God, he just plays that way. And he arbitrarily just picks who he's going to heal and who he's not. Can I tell you, God doesn't do that? God works by covenant. You need to understand, in the kingdom of God, he works by covenant. He is bound by his word, he cannot lie. So what is your healing based upon? What do you believe? What are your absolutes? You know, people say, this is what I believe and I will not change. It's amazing how they change if they get another piece of information. I get it. Sometimes we don't have all the information, but I want to tell you something. And I, I want you to understand. I want you to hear my heart. When we believe and when we pray according to the word and according to the belief of what the kingdom says, healing comes every time. Now, there can be timing. It can be our belief system, but I just want to make this very clear. If there's ever a cutoff, it's not because God didn't do something. That short circuit is somewhere with us. Or, like I said, you may be doing everything right, and it's just a timing. It could be just his time. So, however that is, but healing is always coming. Our ability to believe and receive affects a lot of how things happen. There's sometimes I just couldn't see. Have you ever been that way? I couldn't see it. I didn't believe it. I just, because we're so caught up in us. I'm going to give you some things really quick today. And I, you know, and we're going to, this is going to start moving even a little quicker. But I want, those of you that are new today, this is, this is my heart. I've come to church all my life. And I'd leave church and I'd be like, man, that was, a, that was a cool service. That was really great. But I would never know how to apply it to my life. Can I get a witness? How do I figure that out? Okay, yeah, so we're supposed to be well. We're supposed to believe God. We're supposed to, I mean, how's that work? I don't understand how that works. I'm going to give you things that I have proven by the word of God that worked for me. And I'm going to put it so easy that you'll be like, I can do that. If I could help you, would you believe me? Six of you, that's good. Well, I'm telling you, if you try this, it it actually works because it is based on the Word of God and it is how, you know, people say, how did you get healed? How did that happen? How did that come? How did that car show up? How did this happen? How did you pay that bill? How did that happen? I'm telling you, everything in the kingdom works by faith. By covenant. People will make all kinds of conclusions. Well, you didn't get healed because you have sin in your life. You just must be a sinner. We can make all kinds of our own conclusions, but I'm telling you, you need to be careful about that. Because God didn't put you up as judge and jury. People walk away from God and other believers because they feel condemned or judged by other people. There's people, you know, one of the things we are called to is not just people that have never known Christ. It's people that have been hurt in church. Somebody dropped the ball, somebody did something or somebody didn't do something right. I can't, I can't fix that. All I can tell you is it wasn't God. Have you ever been to a steak and, and somebody cooked your steak wrong? You're going to turn vegetarian now? No, you're just going to realize the guy didn't cook my steak right. So something didn't happen right, so I'll fix that. So just find out where that short circuit is. If it was them, let God deal with them. But don't let it, don't let it stop you. Joshua 1, 7, be strong, very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Just obeying the word of God is going to take courage. It's almost like petting a cat backwards. It goes against the grain of the world. Just doing what God says. If you believe God in every situation... How many know sometimes you feel like you're swimming upstream? <laughs> all acts of obedience are going to require courage. It's going to require you to stand up. Teenager, you don't have to do the drug. You don't have to smoke the cigarette. You don't have to have the sex. You don't have to do all that stuff. It's going to take courage to go, you know what, that's not my gig. I'm not going to do that. Parents, you need to watch what your kids are watching. You need to help that. We need to make sure that we are doing what we are doing to protect our house and do all those things. It takes courage, stamina, determination to stay with something. Especially when it seems like everybody else is going the opposite direction. People are looking for people like you that will stand up and go, you know what? I'm not doing that. I feel God wants us to do that. It's plain as day. I'm going to do this. People need people like you. You need to not be moved, whatever the word says. Once we make a decision, stand and be courageous. I'm going to give you a three-part formula for success. Very quickly, it's not going to take long. Joshua 1, 8 spells it out. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So here they are. This is going to help you get started. Read the Bible. Think about what you read. Do what it says. Think about that. If you do that, you're reading the word, you're meditating on it. People tell me this. I don't know how to meditate. Do you worry? If you worry, you know how to meditate. Because that's just going over something over and over and over again. God is saying, listen, if you study my word, you get a word. Revelation 12, 11 says They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Find you a word. That'll conquer whatever is up against. What's the giant you're facing? Get a word. Read it. Meditate on it. Think about it. And then do what it says. Simple steps. Sometimes not always so simple to carry out. But they're going to help you live like a conqueror that God designed you to be. Don't give up. The better job will come. You will get debt free. You will live in divine health. You can do that. God can help you. You have to believe it and walk it out. I was just telling some dream teamers today. I said, you know, the economy in heaven, God says he'll bless the work of your hands. If your hands are not doing anything in heaven, guess what? Zero plus zero is still zero in heaven. There's people today that I just want God to do it. I just want God to do it all. You have to put your hand to it. Say amen to that. You're going to have to put your faith out there and start saying, God, you know what? I believe it so much. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be who you want me to be. I'm going to say what you want me to say. I'm going to walk the way you want me to walk. I'm going to put my hand to it. Some of you here need to understand we apply that same principle in healing in the kingdom. Some are in pain. Maybe it's emotional pain. Going through some stuff. Physical pain, mental pain, social pain, financial pain, all of different kinds of pain. We got all kinds of pain. There's all kinds of pain medication out there, isn't there? There's people on, how many love those commercials where the guy talks so fast you can't understand what he says when it's done? Take, take, you know, and I don't know, it sounds like some foreign language, whatever the pill's called. Take by Kira or whatever. And then there's the guy who'll come up and go, blah, blah. taking this may cause kidney failure. Maybe. And you could die real bad. I'm just thinking, what? And what happens is people take medication and then they need medication for their medication. And then they need medication for their medication for their medication. And pretty soon, everything is working. Your body is not doing what it's supposed to do because you're so medicated and things are causing other effects. I want to give you three things this morning to do when the pain is too much. Because sometimes when you're in so much pain... You really just are like, I just want help. Now, I'm not a woman. Thank God. Women go through a lot, guys. We don't even understand what, I mean, we are like, come on, let's have that baby. Let's go. Push him out. Push him out. way We don't even understand. I don't, now, I have a, I have a. Gorgeous wife and we have beautiful kids and it's no wonder, you know But I remember one of the children. This is what she said to me No matter what I tell you, I do not want pain medication I do not want them to give that to me. I do not want them to give it. I'm said, okay She goes no matter what you, okay. She came in she turned around she grabbed my wrist and said I want pain medication I said no you don't she dug her fingernails in a little Yes, I do mm-hmm. No, baby, you don't. You told me. She pulled me in close. She goes, I do
1: not care what I told you. <laughs>
0: Listen to me now. <laughs> we have no idea what the woman goes through, guys. If you think you do, just be thankful you're not a girl. What I'm telling you is sometimes life is so pain, and the pain will speak louder than what you need because you can't see anything past the pain. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, it's just like, dear God, they're calling. The creditors are calling. Can we stop them? Or this pain is so bad. I need something to change. What the enemy wants to do is to focus on the pain instead of the promise. He doesn't want you to be free of pain because he can keep you off kilter that way. If he can focus you on symptoms then you won't look at the issue and you won't get it fixed. Three things God taught me when it comes to healing. Here's number one. And again, I'm making this as easy as I can. Be thankful. Be thankful by faith. Are you kidding me, Brett? I'm not kidding you. Be thankful by faith. Express gratitude when you need a healing find something to be grateful in the tough situation find something that you can be thankful in find something besides what you're looking at that you can say thank God something that you can be grateful about because that's a tough mountain to climb when you're in pain I'd be facing back issues and I remember uh, my lower back was it went out and I needed to get to the hospital and I needed to pray for people and I thought this is going to look really silly because, let me pray for your healing. I literally, and you can ask my wife, that's how I was walking. Every step was a wince, like, thank you. Jesus. People, they look at me and they're like, you poor thing, bless your heart. Can we
1: pray for you?
0: Get your hands off me. But I mean, I was just like determined. Dear God, I am not, you are, you've healed my back. Every step. you healed my back. This is what I began to do. Thank you, God. Then my upper back feels great. My lips don't hurt. I started giving thanks for things that were right. Be thankful. I didn't feel very thankful. I didn't feel very grateful. I certainly probably didn't look it. I had kind of the Sylvester Stallone look, you know, with a... Kind of want my lip curled up. But right in the middle of the pain, by the Spirit of God, He dropped in my heart, I began to just be thankful. God, I thank you that you've already paid for this. God, I thank you that I, by your stripes I am healed. God, I thank you, God, that I am able to get here. You know, And I began to thank Him, even though there was pain. Sometimes that's hard you have one car break down and you're upset thank God the other one's not broke down if you have two cars. If you went and got groceries but you didn't get a bunch, thank God for the what you did get. Are you are you with me today? I mean you can look at this glass, if I had a glass here you could say it's half full. you can say it's half empty perspective is going to be everything on how you're going to move forward. We have a generation now that has a spirit of entitlement I better get it to me, government better do that Everybody better do this. Everybody better do that. You owe that to me. Somebody needs to tell them it's time to pull up your bootstraps and do it yourself. We need to walk this thing out. Father, I'm so grateful. You know, people say, well, you're living in denial. No, that's the river in Egypt. That's another bad joke. <laughs> but What I'm saying is I'm not denying that my back didn't hurt I'd be like, yes, it's hurting But it won't stay hurting Because God has already paid for that And I'm walking that out I have people ask me all kinds of things Well, then how did it even happen? The enemy, we talked about the enemy We talked about how he wants to inflict sickness And all that stuff How that got in there? I'm telling you, it wasn't God's fault If there's anything, it would have been mine I don't know But whether I got However it got there, it can't stay Come on You can sit there and try to figure that out and analyze everything, but this is what you want. I want to be well in Jesus' name. I want to be healed in Jesus' name. According to God, it's already done. So how do I walk it? I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be thankful. Instead of focusing on pain and hurt or lack of funds... Make your thoughts in your mouth of gratitude for your family, for the things that are right. Thank you, God, that I have a good church. Thank you, God, that people that love me. Thank you, God. And begin to be, I'm telling you, the enemy hates that. Started praising and thanking God. The more I praised, the less pain I had in my back. As I was beginning to thank God and express gratitude, he began talking to me, and the more he talked to me, the more he spoke to me in my spirit, the better I felt. Each day seemed to get better, and what used to take two and three weeks of be being on the couch, I was up and out them and doing almost everything normally within two days. And I had family and friends that prayed for me. I had people that laid hands and prayed for me. And all of that is good and all of that works. But I'm telling you, the thing that started that was the day that I began to be grateful and thankful and began to put that in motion. Thank God for all the good things He's done for you. Here's our second thought this morning as we unpack this. I'm going to make that decision to focus on being thankful. If you don't exercise your will, then you will stay ill. If you don't exercise your will to follow God, you will stay ill. If you're just like, oh, you know how people will say, you know what, so and so had the flu, they had the flu, I'm bound to get the flu. Well, thank you. You just opened the door for that. Life and death is in your mouth. Don't do those kind of things. Don't get in agreement with what the world is saying. Start saying, God, you know what? I'm thankful that that can't come nigh my house. I'm thankful, God, that I put protection up because of your blood. Thank you, God. And you begin to quote and declare the goodness of God. If you think about it, you only have real options, really, too, and extreme options. Focus on the problem or focus on the promise. Solution or the problem? Cuff half empty or half full? You cannot focus on the pain and then be thankful at the same time. Your brain just doesn't do that. Oh, I can multitask. Not like that you (laughs) can't. You're going to have to just start focusing on what you want to focus. What do you want? What is the end result you're looking for? My wife is great at reminding me that and saying, you know, look, you know, is that what you want? Because that's what you're saying. Is that the way you want it? And I got to retract my words and go, that's not the way I want it. Okay, then start saying what you want. What happens if you have one sore finger? Isn't it amazing if you've ever trimmed your nail and you trimmed it too close, pulled it back, or you hit your thumb or something with a hammer and your whole hand is going, and all you can think about is, or you have a headache and you're trying to talk to people and you're just like, I just want you to shut up. I want to lay down. And that's just being real. But I'm saying we have all of those things because the enemy then will try to get you just to focus on what you're dealing with. Focus on the pain. Focus on the symptom. I'm telling you to change your focus. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying whatever you feed grows, whatever you starve dies. Don't feed the pain or the symptom. Feed the promise. Feed your spirit. Get the word of God and start saying, thank you, God, this headache cannot stay. In the name of Jesus, lay hand on yourself. Just a Father, I I claim this to be right. Or, you know, thank you, God, this is going to heal quicker than normal. Thank you, Father, that it's done in Jesus' name. People say, you're nuts. What's new? (laughs) It's okay to be specific and, and focus on whatever the pain is to the point that you're calling it done. Okay, so I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying call it out and call it done. And then once you believe that you received, you don't need to call about it anymore. All you need to do is thank him for it. And then just moving on. Focus on the word. Thank God for everything he's doing right. And everything God's doing is right. When you do that, you'll come to a place that you can release your faith. You can receive his healing and you have your answer. You don't know what happened to me, Brett. I don't know what happened to you. But you're not pushing up grass. You're still breathing. You're not dead. Give God your life and begin to start changing your process. Start thanking God. Here's our last one for this morning. Stop the enemy with your praise. He doesn't want you to praise because he wants you to stay down. He wants you to have the Charlie Brown mentality. Why is everybody always picking on me? When I grew up, anybody watched Hee Haw? I won't sing the whole song, but you know. Gloom, despair, agony on me. (laughs) There's always one in the crowd. I don't even have to do it. (laughs) Love that. But isn't isn't that the focus? If the enemy can keep you down, then you can't do what you're called to do. You can't stay up. Some of you are the glue that's holding your family together. And you wonder why you're being attacked. When you begin to praise... It changes the atmosphere. It starts making things electric. It changes how things are happening because you should be. You know, here, if you don't understand it, I can take you to something that you'll remember. All the Who's down in Whoville should have been sad because the Grinch took their toys. But they all started singing. And my mom used to tell the story, here's where the Grinch gets saved. Isn't it great when you have godly parents that always turn everything around, you know, like that story where Jesus changed the wine into sweet tea. Remember that?
1: <laughs> no.
0: It's just so amazing, though. But I mean, but basically we should be sad, but if we begin to, you know, if we look at the symptoms, we're gonna but if we look at the promise, we can say, Thank you, God, these symptoms can't stay. They can't stay. So, Father, when we begin to praise we express thanksgiving by faith. It changes everything around us. What happens? Well, the enemy then, you know, there's people, who say, I don't want to do that because when the enemy sees that, he's going to target me. So what? You're more than a conqueror. Sure, he's going to target you. He doesn't want you to praise, but that's what you have to understand. That's where your belief system has to be strong. It doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter what he does. I'm standing on Christ, the solid rock. I stand on other ground. is thinking It doesn't matter what he says. He's a liar. If his lips are moving, he's lying. Mark 4, 16 17 tells us, The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. So if he can get you offended. If the enemy can get you offended, you're not going to receive He can get you to stop receiving. You'll stay in pain. You'll stay hurt. The thing will just happen over and over and over again. The way to get free is you are the key and God is the ultimate source. But you have to believe God. You have to do it by faith. Some people are waiting. I'm just waiting. I need four people and six other people and I need the birds to spell out my name in the sky. I need God to do this and do that. You know what? God's already done everything he's going to do. He's already done it for you. You have to believe it and walk in it. For real. You're going to have to do this. You've got to put your hand to it and take him at that. You'll be amazed. What would it be like to be pain-free? What would it be like to have addictions broken? What would it be like to walk in, in health and be like, you know what? This doesn't hurt anymore. What would it be like? I'm just telling you, you know, I dropped a lot of weight. It didn't. There was no fat angel that came down and cut it off my body. That would have been easy. Yes, Jesus, send the fat angel down. Hmm. <laughs> that didn't happen. I had to put my hand to it. I had to start saying, okay, God, I'm going to do this. I'm, I will do that. Was it always easy? No. But he's an amazing God. He will bring the results. If you can love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind and express your thanksgiving with that and gratefulness for all he's done you'll become grounded in love and man love casts out all fear it's just amazing when we just like god you love me and i love you this can't stay on my body this this financial stress can't be there god show me how to use the kingdom to get that do you know that god wants you free he wants you free the people, we don't even like to talk about money in church because they'll say, "Whoa, money's evil. Money is not evil. The Bible says the love of money. Money is a tool. You need money to just get the kingdom and the word out there. For you, you know, are you not supposed to be an example of God's goodness? We as the, the children of God should be able to pay all of our bills. We should be able to have more than enough so that we can help more people. Fill your mouth with an atmosphere of gratitude. Have an attitude of gratitude for all he's done, regardless of all the pain. So if we put all this together, we're going to read our Bible, think about what we read. We're going to do what it says. Then we're going to do this. We're going to sow and reap. How many knows that? As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. I can't change the kingdom law. So when I want things, and I'm not talking about just frivolous. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about, but I'm believing God. And people say, no, you're I left to buy our healing. I'm not talking about buying anything. God's already paid for it all. I can prove all that in Scripture. What I'm talking about is just believing for things to show up, provision and, and, and healing. I just do what the Lord says. I, am, I just put him first. Does that make sense? So I'm going to sow and I'm going to reap. It's a kingdom law. I'm going to confess. I'm going to speak over my seed. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. That means you and I, he's going to give you seed to sow and bread. He's going to give you food to eat as well. So I'm going to do all of that. I'm going to, I'm going to sow. I'm going to, I'm going to speak over it. I'm going to every, every time you need to understand faith has always a point of release and a point of receive. Reception and release. There's always when I believe it. Mark 11:23 and 24 says we believe when we pray, not when it shows up. It's easy to believe when it shows up. It's believing before. That's like while I'm walking and the pain is still there, it can't stay. Why? Because I believed I received the healing now. It's already done. I'm fighting from victory, not for victory. How many understand what I'm saying? I don't have to win the fight Jesus has already won. I have to believe and walk in the fact that he's already paid for that. If I had my kids come over and I've already got dinner out and and I'm saying, you know, there you go. And they're like, well, I've got to pay for that. No, we've already paid for it. We've already fixed it. Eat it. That's all they have to do. They just have to sit down and enjoy what has already been prepared for them. Brothers and sisters, I'm just telling you, Jesus has already prepared it for you. We have to believe it and we have to walk in it. Those as I've unpacked that that's as easy and you know, we'll get into more detail next week We're going to talk about protection We're going to talk about provision the week after that and we'll finish this series up But i'm I'm just telling you as we walk in the kingdom of god Just understanding covenant i've seen god do things and I thought really in my natural mind I've never seen that before and I thought That can't be right. That can't be right And i've told you the story and I'll, I'll, I'll quickly, I'll make this the short version, okay? But I'm just telling you this is how the kingdom works. Are you ready? We've already talked about it. I just gave you six things that are easy. But th- those first three, read the Bible, think about what it says, do what it says. But I mean, I, I'm just like, okay, I, I'm just trying to believe God. I, it doesn't make sense. As, has you ever felt God say something that just didn't make sense? I'm going to, you know... And I, I won't go through a whole bunch of stories, but just in this in this particular story, we had plans for money. You ever have plans, and it's not wrong to have plans. We, you know, I had a vehicle, and we were gonna, I didn't know anything on it. We were gonna sell it and use the money for something else. And we were we were all excited about it. You know, and the boys were excited because it was gonna be redoing their room. And so we we said, okay, you know, I sold the vehicle. I, I gave a tithe off of what we got in the vehicle because it was a it was a very it was a oldsmobile bravada. It was in excellent shape. Got a, several thousand dollars for it so we're okay this is cool and the Lord spoke to me and said this he said I want you to give all the money to the church and I said I don't want to do that I said God we've already planned for this room to be done I, I don't I mean you're kind of going against my plan here and he didn't say anything and I said, I, I, you know, I don't want to do it. And, of course, I told my wife, I said, I feel like we're supposed to give all of this money away. Now, I'm expecting her to back me up. When pigs fly, she, she backs me up. But she said, well, then we better give it. This isn't helping me. So I wrote the check to the church. Now, I'm just being as transparent as I can. I wasn't all hip about it. Because sometimes doesn't it feel nice just to have a cushion in your account and be like, yeah. Just feel like every time you open that checkbook, you're like, uh-huh, that's cool. He's wanting me to write that check. So she said yes, and so I agreed. There's power in agreement, and we can talk about that another time. So I wrote the check, and the whole time when the plate was coming or the box or whatever, we give that in, and I was like, You know, maybe it wasn't that extravagant, but you know, gave it. And just like, and then, now listen, from that point, the enemy had a heyday with my mind. What an idiot you are. What if anything goes wrong? You could have used that money to fix that. But now you don't have that money, do you? You gave all that money away. What are you going to do for Christmas? You don't have any Christmas money. How are you going to do that? Now what are your kids going to think how good God is? And just boom, 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 boom. And my mind began to have this battle. And I just had to get myself. Now listen, apply what I've just showed you. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you give me a sound mind. You didn't give me a spirit of fear, but one of a sound And God, I thank you that I did that in obedience. I believe you told me to do that, so God, great things are going to happen. Can I say within just a few days, now it would have been great to have the answer angel or whoever would come down, thank you for being good. Here,
1: here's your reward.
0: <laughs> that didn't happen. I mean, I had three days of hell or so, you know, just fighting this battle. And then out of nowhere, our doorbell rings and someone comes to the door and said, the Lord told me to give this to you. You are going to need Christmas money because you're obedient. Here you go. And handed us a check for over $1,200. Why? Because the principle still works. Provision always is there. It always comes. We just have to walk in it. Because in that time, between the time you pray... And the time it shows up, what do you believe? It's going to take thankfulness. It's going to take gratefulness. Do you really believe it? Sometimes I had to convince myself God, thank you. Thank you that, you know, and I was just pulling at straws. Dear Lord, I was like, I will not give the enemy any credit at all. Because if I recognize symptoms or I recognize the pain to me, I was giving him credit. I'm going to recognize the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The one that says, Brett, you're more than a conqueror. The one that says, you know what, you can do all things through me. I'm telling you, my friends, if you'll just listen to God, he's going to heal any situation if you'll believe it and walk in it. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes?